Get this man a contract, somebody. Somebody get him a contract, sign him. He needs to be signed now, get him out of Houston. Deshaun Watson is on the map. He is on the trade platform. Somebody go get him. Anybody. Save the man. Top five QB in the league. Somebody go get him. What up? Protect this man. Protect him at all costs. Yeah, I mean, since he signed that contract in Houston last year, like that long term deal, whatever it was, four or five years, it's like things have gotten way worse. Um, Traded Hopkins, and they won't listen to him, won't even interview any of his head coaches or GM candidates. So, yeah, anyone that wants him, go go get him. Go get him. He doesn't want to be there. He he has no trade clause, but I'm sure he'll go anywhere but Houston. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he, he cannot be there anymore. He cannot waste his career in Houston. Yeah, I mean, we gave our suggestions last week where he should go. It's gotten even worse. People are, like, staging protests to get him out. And, uh, yeah, we'll leave it at that. Get him out. Leave it at that. Get him out. That's all we got to say. Protect this man at all costs. Uh, some head coaching hires. Some, you know, some guys got fired at the end of the season. Uh, I'll just give you the names. You can say what you think. Uh, Jacksonville got Urban Meyer. I like it. Yeah, I, Urban, I think Urban Meyer is a, is a good coach. He was a good coach in college, so yeah. I don't I don't see any reason why he won't succeed in the NFL, especially if he's going to get Fields or Lawrence, or he's going to get Lawrence. Yeah, but, I think that's you know, who knows? obviously why he took the job. Uh, he might get Fields. Listen, two Ohio State guys. He might he might say, "I want Justin Fields instead of uh, Trevor Lawrence," just because he went to Ohio State. Who knows? He definitely went there because I got the number one pick. Uh, I didn't expect him to really. I know people kept saying it. I thought he would take another college job after he like retired for health reasons. But whatever, we'll see if it works. I mean, he doesn't have control over recruiting or you know personnel like he did in college, so it's definitely different. But we'll see if it works out. Uh, the Jets, Robert Sala. I like that a lot. I really do. He's he's like he's yeah. a he's a he's just like a tough guy. Like you ever see him on the sidelines? He's, he he's goes crazy. nuts. He's crazy that guy. I think he I think he could uh, he could do really well there. He could take the Jets. I think I think they could go six and ten if they make the right moves. Because yeah, Sala's a good coach. He's a, he's a good defensive coach too. He had that huge unit with the 49ers. So, and even this year he had all those injuries, and I think they were still top five or top ten or something in defense. I mean he's. Obviously a great personality. Uh, I I think he's the perfect fit for the Jets because, for one, I don't think there was, like, a can't-miss candidate this year. I know sometimes there is, but, you know, this year it was really kind of just a bunch of coordinators and maybe a college coach or two. But I thought he was the best coach available. Um, mm, he's sure. bringing LaFleur's brother, who was with the 49ers. Um, he's bringing him as his offensive coordinator. So, We'll see. What do you do? You think the Jets will trade for Watson? I said, listen. I keep saying, the Texans do not have a first round pick. Yeah, the Jets have two. Jets have two. They have Seattle's pick and the number two pick. If you want Deshaun Watson, two first round picks right there. Yeah. No, it 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 makes sense for them. 
Uh, but I also think Watson wants to go in a situation where it's kind of like the team's already made, you know, and he's just stepping in like the Saints, maybe the Niners or the Steelers, like I suggested. But I think one of those teams, but I could see the Jets, they definitely have the assets to get him, like yeah. the most, the most assets. But it'll be interesting if they keep Darnold, if they draft Fields, if they get Watson, I don't know, they have a lot of options. They could also, yeah, they like they could also wait till after the draft and say, okay, we well, here's Justin Fields. We'll give you Justin Fields, and or maybe they do it after they draft Justin Fields, and and like during the draft they say, okay, we got Justin Fields. We'll give you Justin Fields and our upcoming first round pick. Yeah, for no, and obviously a, a few other things. I think this is the Jets should be optimistic. They have a lot of options. Um, I don't even think I think you can make it work with Darnold if they really wanted to. They would have to make the right moves around him. But yeah, I think it was a great hire. Like they easily could have hired Doug Peterson or another bad candidate and I think he'll work out. Yeah. Who wins in a fight? Robert Sala versus Joe Judge. I gotta give it to Sala. That guy's jacked. Yeah, he's massive, but Joe Judge would give him a he's a scrapper. All right. Falcons, uh Arthur Smith. Titans offensive coordinator. I don't know much about him. Yeah, me neither. I think he's good. I mean, he was their offensive coordinator for two years, and, you know, the last two years have been great for Derrick Henry and obviously Ryan Tannehill. So, I don't know. It depends what moves they make, too, because of Matt Ryan and Julio. Yeah, the Titans don't need a lot of help on offense. It's really just mainly their defense. They need some. Yeah, and whether he was the reason their offense was good or just they had the players they had, I, I don't know. But uh, the last two jobs were the Chargers got Staley, the Rams defensive coordinator. I mean, he's young, but the Rams had a sick defense. Yeah, so. I saw him. I was like, he's like, he looks like he's thirty-five. Yeah, but, I guess he only had one year. But yeah, I don't know. We'll see how that works out. I don't really see how that works out. And Lions got Dan Dan Campbell from the Saints. I guess he was like their tight end coach or something like that. I mean, I don't know much about him either. He was the Dolphins interim head coach for like twelve games. So yeah, yeah. So those five I don't, I don't know filled. what to think of that one either. That I, could go I, out. I thought they could have gotten someone better. I, he he's like a he's like solid. He's like a take charge kind of guy. Yeah. So. We'll see how that one works out. I'm sure anyone, every Lions fan is happy to get anyone to besides Matt, Matt Patricia. Yeah, after that garbage stint he had there. Well, I think they thought Matt Patricia would be like that and kind of be like Bill Belichick and just like be a tough guy and everything. He really he's kind of just like a little bit of a nerd, but yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, and the last two open spots are the Eagles and the Texans, and nobody wants to go to the Texans, so we don't even talk about them. But the Eagles have interviewed – they've interviewed a lot of people, but their main guys are McDan- Josh McDaniels from the Pats, uh, Fassel from the Cowboys, and they interviewed Todd Bowles, I think, today or yesterday. But who do you think gets that job? I don't want to see Josh McDaniels get that job. I'll tell you that right now. I do. I think he's – I don't think he's very good. Really? <laughs> he coached in Denver, I think, before Peyton got there. He might have had, like, Jay Cutler. He was awful. And then he turned down the Colts job. Like, so I don't know. I just don't think he's a good. And he went back to the Pats. Um, I mean, McDaniels is probably the most qualified. So I would say he probably gets it. I think they should wait for the enemy. 
You think so? Chiefs. Yeah, I think I think the enemy will end up going to the Texans because I think, and maybe that'll help him keep Watson. Maybe not, but the enemy should be a head coach already, and I just think he'll take one of the two jobs if if a team's willing to wait after this week or after the Super Bowl. Yeah, we'll see. But we'll talk about that because it doesn't look like doesn't look too good for the Chiefs right now. Yeah, so championship Sunday is set. Um, the Chiefs won 22-17, but Patrick Mahomes in concussion protocol. Yeah, that was uh, – he didn't look good after that. Got up wobbly. He got up – he looked, looked like half dead when he got up. It was kind of scary, honestly. I was like, yeah, oh, my God, the Chiefs are going to lose. That. The Browns were on a streak, like, up to that point. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, the Browns are going to win this game. But well, I think Chad Henny. Anything is possible. Uh, anything was, is possible. That that fourth down call was like so gutsy, ballsy like so call. ballsy. But ballsy, it, I loved it. Tony Romo was like, ah, they're not snapping this. They're just gonna see if they can push him off sides. So go, Tyreek Hill, wide open. I hate hearing him announce just because he's he is just like that on every play. He's like. Chad Henney was like third and 15. He ran, it was an amazing run. He ran for like 14 and a half yards. And he's like, oh, they're going to the AFC Championship, Jim. And then it was like, no, it's fourth down. And then he's like, oh, they're just going to try to draw them off and call a timeout. And then they called it. And he was like acting like a little kid. It's like, I don't some know. Of the, some of them he does get right, though. Like some of those calls he gets right. And it's kind of like, whoa, yeah. how do you do that? He's very, he didn't know he's smart and he probably like studied, you know, film and stuff. And he did study when he played, but he probably still does. And like, yeah, I just don't like, you don't need to get that excited. Like for, I don't know, every play. It's like, an yeah, act. he's a, he's a little out. A little crazy I never liked him as a player. So, um, so yeah. The fact that he gets every primetime game now kind of pisses me off too. I mean, CBS, CBS is, I think they have the Super Bowl too. I don't know if he'll be, I guess he'll be calling it, but that's going to be annoying. I don't know who I hate. I guess I hate Joe Buck more, but. Oh yeah, obviously I hate Joe Buck more, guys. But Joe Buck's not really like giving his opinion, you know, and breaking stuff down and he's just like calling the game, like whatever. I can Just making stupid comments. Yeah, he does make stupid comments. There's so many memes out there. Like I saw one, it's like a baseball meme. It was like uh the way I see it's like Joe Buck making a stupid face. The way I see it, game seven is like must win for both teams. Like, <laughs> yeah, no duh. I was like Booger McFarland on a, when he did Monday Night Football. He would always, he'd always do that. He'd be like, yeah, they need to score here. Like, yeah, there's 10 seconds left. Like, there's 10 seconds left. They're down by five. So, yeah, no duh. <laughs> Yeah, but Cleveland, I mean, they were in the game. They they should honestly. That's that's on. I know they got screwed with that play, the fumble out of the end zone. But they that was should targeting. Have, it care. was targeting. They, I mean, you can't review it. But what, how would you change that rule? Like, what do you think it should be if you fumble out of the back of the end zone? Like, and it was a targeting penalty, or no? Like, let's say they didn't. Like, they didn't call the targeting, even though it should have been. Like, if he he fumbled, like he fumbled it out of the back of the end zone. Like, what do you yeah. think the actual like? A lot of people think the other team shouldn't get the ball if that happens. What do you think the actual rule should be? I mean, I don't disagree with the rule now. It works. I mean, it's literally what you're supposed to do. 
Like if you if no, if you it's not on the, the ball, refs. It's not on the refs at the game. I'm saying like they need to like if they change the rule. Like what do you what do you think? It's because you can't just be nothing if you fumbled out of the back of the end zone like that. Like it's happened yeah. before. I think Seattle got uh you know the same thing happened. I don't know if it like decided the game or not, but it might have been a few years ago they did that. Something with Cam Chancellor, but. I don't know. What if the other team got the ball at like the fifty-yard line? You know what I'm saying? Like they just move it back to because it would be a touchdown play. Like the team that had the ball just gets it at the fifty. So the Browns would have gotten the ball at the fifty. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. I kind of like that. Because I mean, you're at least there's still you can still stop like hold them and I don't know. It's it's a weird rule. It is a weird rule, but. It's like the only rule that favors the defense, though. You know what I mean? Like, I feel yeah. like every penalty, like, it's so easy for a cornerback to get a penalty or a roughing the pass, or like, quarterbacks are so protected. And, like, I don't know. It's a rule that favors the defense. So I don't totally hate it, but I think they're going to change it. I think they probably should. Yeah. Uh, the other but- games. Green Bay won 32-18. That game was, you know, whatever. Packers were in control. Your boy. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, baby. I keep saying it. Yeah. I can't uh, miss. Cannot miss. He's good. He's just – he figured out his system with the floor, and Devontae Adams is sick, and they're just – they're going – I think they're going to go to the Super Bowl. But, uh, all right, enough about that game. Uh, Bills 17, Ravens 3. Yeah, um, baby. Bills mafia. Defense. Defense, Bills Mafia. Bills um, Mafia. I love it. How did you think Josh Allen played? It wasn't his best game, but he still played well. He played well. I, I thought Lamar played well, too, except for that pick Lamar six. did play well. Um, that pick six was like – it was his fault, but, like, to return it 101 yards is – Somebody's got to make a tackle there. Yeah, like, I don't think that's just on him. Like, the wide receivers didn't look like they were really chasing or anything. Um, Lamar got hurt, so the game was over at that point. The guy who made the pick, um, what's his name? Johnson, Terry, was it? Tyler, John, I don't know, no. something Johnson with the T. Yeah, that's the guy that got hit in the head at the yeah, combine. At the combine, with, he was doing, he was doing the first two, runs yeah. back and gets hit in the head. Uh, oh, man. That was a meme. Yeah, but good for the Bills. I mean. Good for the Bills in general. And then the Bucks won 30-20, probably Breeze's last game. Yeah. But we yeah. called the Bucks. We said we were gonna we picked. Yeah, them up. we said Bucks. I mean, they beat Brady the first two times, and Drew Brees just didn't look the same after the ribs. And he threw three picks. Uh, yeah, Bucks defense played fantastic. They did. Yeah, played and really Saints defense well. didn't look good. Saints, yeah, um, they couldn't. They couldn't stop Tom. Yeah, it was a nice moment after the game. Like I, I don't like Tom Brady. I, mean, I don't think you do either. But you know, when he went out and was like throwing the ball to his kids and talking, that was that was classy. Yeah, it really was. It's just is such a weird year that, like, it feels weird to say that, like, Drew Brees is retiring. Like, it's just no fans were there. Like, he kind of just, I don't TikTok, know. Was like TikTok's quick... been going crazy with it. It's yeah. Like, child, your childhood has expired. And just pictures of Drew Brees. Yeah, I mean, he was probably should have retired two years ago. But, you know, it is what it is. Uh, so, championship Sunday this Sunday. The Bucks at the Packers at 3 o'clock. Bills at Chiefs at 640. Uh, who do you like, Bucks or Packers? Packers. Yeah, go, I'm pack. Go, pack. go Pack. Go Pack, go. I don't think the Bucks have been playing that well. I mean, their defense has played.
played pretty well, but their offense didn't look great. And Antonio Brown got hurt too. Um, the, the Packers are favored by three and a half. So, and they're at home. I don't know. Aaron Rodgers cannot be stopped at Lambeau. So, I'm that's pretty cool that. that Brady versus Rodgers in the playoffs. Like, we would have never gotten that unless they played in the Super Bowl, which probably Obviously. wouldn't happen. Have they ever played each other? I'm sure they've played, played each other. They've played each other, but like never in never in the playoffs because they've never been. Rodgers has only gone to one Super Bowl. Uh, and then Bills at Chiefs. It all depends on Mahomes' concussion. Yep. I think Henny will play well because I mean the Bills' defense is good, but Henny, you know, they have all the weapons and stuff. I still think they'll put up like 21 points or something like that, but. I'm going to go Chiefs if Mahomes plays. If Mahomes doesn't play, I'm going Bills. I'm going Bills either way. Bills either way? Bills Mafia. Bills Mafia. Got him. New York's York's team. New York's only real team. True. Jets and Giants playing New Jersey. So last week, you you went 4-0, though, in divisional games. I went 3-1. Because I think I I picked the Ravens. Can't be stopped. You're 8-2 overall. I'm 6-4. Um, yeah, that's I actually can't wait. Championship Sunday is like it's kind of like our last weekend of football because you know the Super Bowl is two weeks away and that's one game, but yeah, I can't. Championship Sunday is gonna be great. Um, all right, so we got still got to talk about the Giants on this podcast. Um, so after the season, their 2021 opponents were announced. The schedule is not in any order yet, they usually do that after the draft or around the draft or something like that, but. You let me know what you think of the schedule. Um, home, they have to play Atlanta, Carolina, the Raiders, Broncos, Rams, Cowboys, Eagles, Washington. And then on the road, they play the Chiefs, Chargers, Bucks, Saints, Bears, and then Cowboys, Eagles, and Washington. All right. Every home, every home game is easily winnable. Let's just get that out of the way. Okay. Very winnable, very winnable home schedule. Yeah, they I can could, agree they, with that. They could go. Well, they have eight they games could win at home. six at home. Yeah. They could. I think so. Six easily at home. And then they can win two NFC East games on the road, so that brings them at eight. Uh, I think they could they could beat the Bears. They could beat the Bears. Nine wins. I said it when they first came out. They can go ten and six. They could win 10. I mean, they also could win like six, but I think um, at home they would probably lose to the Rams and I'll be, gen- I'll be, you know, a little less biased. Let's say they lose to the Rams, Cowboys and Eagles at home. So three losses at home. And then on the road, let's say they beat the bears, Cowboys and Eagles. So they split would split with Washington too. So that would give them one, two, three, four, five, Six, seven, eight. That would give them eight wins. So eight and eight, and maybe they would get lucky and win another game. Um, yeah, I mean it's a tough schedule playing. Like you know, it is what it is. Everyone's gonna play tough schedules. Listen, we also thought they were gonna go like four and twelve this year. That kind of surprised us a little bit. They should have went like eight and eight, nine and seven because they threw three games away. But nonetheless, they exceeded our expectations they definitely did um i thought they would have a top five pick again or top seven or eight pick but 
yeah, like this year they could have won the Bears game. Obviously, that Eagle game, you know, that's two right there. They would have been eight and eight. Um, yeah, they're they're playing two games against each divisional opponent. They're playing the NFC South, the eight, and the AFC West. And then they finished in second, so they play the Bears and Rams. But I'm looking at the schedule just to like quickly look at the opponents. I mean, Atlanta just hired a new head coach. The Carolinas, I, I don't think they're that good. Las Vegas, no defense. Denver, they're average. Rams are good. And then the divisional games. And on the road, the Chiefs, I mean, I think that's a loss. But yeah. Chargers, Justin Herbert, very good. Bucks, Tom Brady again. Saints, the Saints, they can win the Saints game, depending on who the quarterback is. Yeah, I think so. If Drew Brees retires, I think they can win that game. I mean, Winston's it's, okay, but. Yeah, he's not Drew Brees. Yeah, and the Bears stink. I mean, their defense is good. Their offense stinks. And then the divisional games again. Um, and I think they're pretty comparable to the teams in their division. Yeah. The Eagles have a new head coach. Washington doesn't have a quarterback. I think that, honestly, if Dallas improves on defense, they're probably the best team in our division. But, you the know. The defense played really well towards the end of the year, though. They did. I'll give them that. They have talent. Like, they have players. I don't know. Every Every team needs to needs to needs to buy it in the uh, in the offseason of free agency and in the draft. They need to go they need to because yeah, like, we'll every team has a shot. It was proven yeah, we'll this year every team what, had a shot. We'll have to see what these teams we do like we're playing against what they do, what moves they make. I'm saying that right now, but then all these teams can make great moves and you know we could lose like every game. Yeah, we'll have to see how we draft, how we, you know, free agency like we said. Um who they resign, you know, all that, all that stuff. Um, their toughest game is obviously the chief game. And like, it depends. Are the Chargers going to be good? Or is Justin Herbert not going to play well? Like what's Tom Brady going to be like next year? You can't really predict anything. There's so many variables that go into literally every ounce of what the NFL. Yeah. Like there's power rankings after the Super Bowl, And then there's power rankings after free agency, after the draft and training camp. So Post-Super Bowl, do you think we land top 20? Post-Super Bowl, will we land top 20? Um, I think we'll either be like 19, anywhere from 19 to like 23, 24, depending on who you ask. Yeah. Um, Yeah, we'll see. I kind of, I'm, they, again, their record doesn't, compared to the team they are. So yeah. I would say they could probably get sneak into the top 20. All right. Well, let's let's talk about another team that could uh, sneak into the top 20. Maybe. We'll see. Down year for them. But we're bringing on our friend Kyle Cronacker all the way from Georgia Tech to talk about New England Patriots. Oh my God, I can't believe this kid's a Patriots fan. Oh, yeah. God. Thanks for having me, uh, guys. Well, I wore my Eli hat again today with the two Super Bowl rings that we won over the Patriots. No big deal. Yeah, we just um, wanted to remind you yeah. of that, that we beat you twice in the Super Bowl. two minor speed bumps in 20 years of greatness. It's okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, let's talk about first. Yeah, we're going to be a little hostile to start. Uh, Kyle, what season did you become a Patriots fan? Tell the people. Hmm. So, we know the answer. Maybe hard to believe. But I became a Patriots fan under my own power in the 2007 season 
as oh, oh, what was, human. Oh, oh, I was wait, in kindergarten. Wait, wait, Hold on, wait, what was human, the record that year? Oh, wait, I was in kindergarten. Yeah, oh, that was the uh, the famous uh, eighteen and one season. Oh, you guys remember so well. What was the regular season? season. Yes, it oh, was sixteen so they and went undefeated in the regular season. Yes, indeed, that is correct. What, at what point in the season did you become a fan? Uh, after the AFC Championship. Oh uh, wow! So kindergarten. They were seven or no eighteen and zero oh, going into a Super Bowl. Oh, that must have been very difficult yeah. to become a fan of that team. So my kindergarten self, you know, young as and naive as I was, uh, my elementary school had a vote pretty much on who did you want to win that year's Super Bowl, and I was thinking, hey, the Patriots are eighteen and zero. How cool would it be to have a nineteen and zero team? It would be the first time in NFL in NFL history. So I wanted the Patriots to win. So he's a and band as you can tell, okay. Yeah, no, we just. And as wow. you see, who, did they, who did they lose to again? I just, I just want to point that. They out. did lose to the New York Giants. I will oh, hand you that. Oh. Congratulations, well oh. done. Wait, but hold on. I have one more thing. Even though they were eighteen and zero, it must have been really hard to become a Patriots fan after they had already won. Let me check my notes. Three Super Bowls in since we were born. Must have been really difficult to yeah. pick that team. See, kindergarten me was not exactly a statistician of the NFL. Uh, I did not know anything really about who had won what. So hmm, I just but they probably on who would that on that season. At some point going into the Super Bowl, they probably said, hey, Tom Brady's going for his fourth Super Bowl. I don't know. They, they might have said something before. I don't anyway. know. If, if kindergarten you also paid attention to what the commentators said during football games, then – He's got a point. You know, no, correct me. I've seen – it's a Super Bowl. There's so much, like, media and everything else and whatever. We won't hold that yeah. – I mean, I'm holding it against you, but I'll just say, yeah. Of course, as you have for years, which is fair. Yeah, I mean, you shouldn't have admitted that the first time I asked you why you're a Patriots fan. But nevertheless – I'm an, wait, I'm an wait. honest guy. I tell the truth, and that's, that's the truth. Fair. I mean, at least you're honest I've stuck about with them. Uh, your bandwagon. After they lost, I did not go to whoever made the Super Bowl the next, the following year. I've stuck with them, even though it was a lot easier to than most teams. And even after Brady left, I did not immediately jump on the Buccaneers bandwagon just because Brady, the greatest quarterback of all time, had left. I stuck. Yeah, with this six, season. six Super Bowls is really, and what, what is it, eleven or twelve AFC championships? Really hard to to stick with the ship, even Brady leaving. But all right, ready, all right. Kyle. All right. Kyle, three players on that 2017. Three, three players besides Tom Brady, obviously. Go. On the 2017? <laughs> yes. Uh, Wes Welker, Randy Moss, and yeah. uh, uh, not Kostowski, Vinatieri. All right. Yeah. All right. We'll give you credit. The Patriots won the Super Bowl in 2001, 2003, 2004, back-to-back. 2014, 2016, and 2018. So, whatever. You were still with the team, you know, from 2008. So, you were experienced three Super Bowl wins. It's pretty cool. Um, they lost in 2008 and 2011 to our New York Giants and 2017 to the Eagles. Which one for you? I mean, you were a little kid when they lost that first one. But which which one of the two, 2011 or 17, was harder to experience? I would say – heartbreaking and like pain levels definitely 2011 just because of the just after like losing to the to the Giants because of the Tyree catch in 2007 and then 
just the same thing over again with the Mario Manningham catch. Like best throw those two career, catches, yeah, to, just defining those throw. two games. Yeah, just those two catches defining those two games. It was it's really a tough pull to swallow because in both of those games, the Patriots had that game like in hand on their way to a victory, and then just two miracle catches that just changed. You the can shape say of the that, game. but. The defense also held the highest scoring offense to a grand total of what 14 yes. points. So you can, it was yeah. defined by one play, but again, a game yeah. isn't just. I'm not, I'm not taking, I'm not taking any credit away from the Giants for being in that game the whole time. Yeah. But the Patriots, it was what minute and a half left when Tyree made that catch. Like you guys yeah, were on I mean, your own. That was a winning drive, like Brady's yeah. done before. But you know, it's just how it works. You can't exactly. give him the ball last. Yeah, can't let him so get 2011. 2011 definitely hurt more. Eagles, I mean, we went down. We were very, like, down a lot at halftime. It was kind of just like, all right, like, we do we do still have the go to quarterback. But in the end, like, just wasn't there. wasn't happening for us. No. All right. Still hurt. Well, but, you went I – mean, Tom Brady is gone. You went 7-9 and nine this year. 11 straight AFC East titles and a playoff streak from 2009 to 2019. Done. Out the door. Out the door. So where do you go from here? I say offensively, we definitely need a new quarterback, obviously. Uh, Cam Newton, Newton, second half of the season, was the worst quarterback in all of football. Uh, And you can't really win many games when your quarterback throws for eight touchdowns the entire season. Hey, man, he ran Uh, for like, I don't know. He did. I will give him that. (laughs) But just our receivers are very young. Like, they've had maybe one year max with Brady. And they needed, like, a leader, someone to help them, like, get into the league, get used to, like, the actual intensity of play. And well, Cam they Newton, were really missing their wide receiver coach, Joe Judge. I think they were missing him. That is fair. Well, yeah, Edelman. it was a difficult season too, though. They had Edelman. Edelman went down with the injury, though, and that kind of yeah, that did. that kind of was an omen for how the rest of the season would go. Um, listen, it was didn't expect much of the season. I expected maybe a playoff, another playoff appearance, but Cam Newton obviously did not come to play this season. Uh, over the off season, obviously, uh, COVID and everything, losing a bunch of key defensive players, Dante Hightower. Chung, like those are two guys that the defense has been leaning heavily on, like for years. And like Gilmore can only do so much, and the McCurdy twins can only do so much in the backfield before something's got to break. So it's definitely a long road ahead of us. Back to, I mean, I don't know if we will ever reach the form that we did a few years ago, but definitely it's a long road back to being back in contention in the AFC East. Well, Jack, would you like to ask him about Tom Brady, or should I? <laughs> Do the honor. All right, well, the GOAT. He is the GOAT. I hate him, but he's the GOAT. How do you feel about him and his, his boy Gronk in Tampa? You know, what are, what, are you, what are you rooting for? I mean, because they've given us so much as Patriots fans, I am still their fan. Like, I wish them the best. Obviously, I'm still a Patriots fan, number one. But, like, it's kind of like if you're a Colts fan and when Peyton went to the Broncos. Like, you can't not root against him. 
almost after pretty much all he's done for you. Um, but I'm not going to lie. Uh, I was watching a Bucks game a couple weeks ago. I think it was week 16. There was a beautiful 35-yard Tom Brady to Rob Gronkowski touchdown pass. Not going to lie, it hurt. It was very sad to see that not in a Patriots uniform. Uh, but, I mean, I'm happy for Brady finding success elsewhere. I feel like it solidifies him as the GOAT, proving that he's able to win someplace where Bill Belichick is not. Hmm. Well, I, he, it's a good point. I it's mean, point. <laughs> I think I would give Brady more credit if he went to a team that wasn't like a made team. Like, you know what I mean? Tampa Bay is a top 10 defense and they probably have two if, or three Pro Bowl wide receivers. But I, I give Tom credit, you know, he's 43. He's playing, he's elevating them. They were, had all these players last year, except Antonio Brown and Gronk, but he's elevating them. Like, I'll give him credit for that. Um, so Bill versus Tom, I guess, I guess Tom wins. Like, I don't know if, if he wins the Super Bowl, Tom wins. Yeah, I, w- I would agree. Bill Belichick definitely has some work to do if he wants to, I guess, I mean, Brady definitely helped him out. I would call him like the greatest coach ever, like definitely up there, not definitely like solidified number one, but he definitely does need to have a more successful season in the coming years before he retires if he wants to solidify his spot as the greatest coach of all time. Well, I want your opinion on this too, Jack. If Tom Brady wins a Super Bowl, I think Bill Belichick right now is the greatest coach of all time. But if Tom Brady wins a Super Bowl, do you think that takes him out of that spot? No. No? Still no? No. Because then it makes it seem like Tom Brady made the Patriots the Patriots and not Bill Belichick. Because Bill Belichick has eight Super Bowl rings total, and two of them were with the Giants when they had Lawrence Taylor, the greatest defensive player ever, and then two, six of them with Brady. I still no, I still think he is. I think he's up there. I don't. He stays where I think he stays where he is. Because listen, yes, we it, it can be shown that Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback of all time, debatably. But I'll say that for purposes here. But still, Belichick over the years has developed has shown that he has a knowledge of football that no one else does. If you just watch how he plays the game and how he coaches the game. There's things that he does that are totally different from every other coach we've ever seen. And he has so much more he has so much more intelligence when it comes to football that like he knows what to do here. Um how to how to take certain penalties like we saw that game last year. He was he took uh, I think it was a delay a game penalty and an offside or a false start penalty. Yeah, against the Jets. Yeah. I can see things like that and you just say, Okay, this guy's knowledge is unbeatable and he, his play calling is also was also fantastic when he had the dynasty going so yeah I think he's still the, the best coach of all time yeah I think Tom Brady winning opens the argument like to you know to include other coaches but I still think it's Belichick because he's lost you know all coordinators and stuff throughout the career throughout his coaching career in New England and he's still you know they've still been top and everything so, Kyle, I think you should be a little nervous about the future of the AFC East. The Bills won this year. They're obviously going to be good for years to come with Josh Allen. The Dolphins are on the rise. And the Jets The Jets got the second pick, and they hired a great coach. 
So what are your thoughts? Like, where, where, what are you going to do at quarterback? Who do you want? Who's your, who are the quarterbacks that you want? What do you want the Patriots so, to do? Obviously, Trevor Lawrence, we're not going to get him. We're down at 15. Um, Justin Fields, I believe, will be a bust. He does I, – I don't know. He just – there's something about him. I do not feel like he'll be successful in the NFL. Depends uh, where he lands, I feel like but okay. It depends – yeah. I feel like I would like to see the Patriots in the draft take a risk with either Mac Jones or Kyle Trask okay. just because I feel like they play into Belichick style, like the West Coast um, or Hart Perkins style, uh, stand tall in the pocket, making like short pass plays, keep, just keeping the ball moving down the field with the occasional uh, long ball. And I feel like Trask and uh, Jones fit that pretty well. I mean, obviously they're not ranked as high as like Lawrence Fields, um, Zach Wilson, but I think like we can, if they can somehow fall to like second, third round, I don't know where the Patriots are in like the second round, but if Mac Jones or Kyle Trask are still on the table, I would look very heavily into picking them just because we need a fresh start at quarterback. I know early in the season, I was like, I, I was a big fan of Stidham because he had that one year under Brady where Brady would te- like had taught him, but he just didn't really perform as well as I'd hoped when he did get a shot. Um, so I feel like we need a brand new fresh start behind the center. Okay. Do what do you, do you think? If, um, how do you feel if the Pats go after Watson? That's what I was going to ask. <laughs> I mean, obviously, Watson was one of the greatest quarterbacks in football this season. So I would 100% be behind getting behind a superstar like Watson. Uh, I feel like that would also having a quarterback like Watson, like an established elite superstar like he is, would help draw in more weapons um, like a wide receiver, like what free agent wide receivers that would like want to have Watson at quarterback to throw to them and just kind of be on like a team with him. Yeah, I don't I don't I like think that. the Patriots I don't think the Texans would trade him to the Patriots even though their new GM is from the Patriots. But I just don't think the Patriots have a high enough draft pick and obviously they only have their draft pick. They don't have like another another team's pick or anything like that. Um I also think and we talked about this last week, Jack agreed, but Watson should go to a team that is made you know what I mean like he he's in his prime or going into his prime and going to the Patriots or the Jets it's like he's in the same position he's in right now yeah I I agree um like Watson he's been kind of stuck in Houston just kind of overperforming for the team and like still they only had four wins so I agree he does need to go to a place where he has a team for him pretty much and at the current moment, like, the Patriots, unfortunately, like, it's sad to say, like, are not that team. They've got a very young, inexperienced offense, and they have a, an aging defense, and that's really not a good combination to have as a football team and just with the cap space issues that the Patriots have been facing because, like, even Belichick admitted it, like, we did sell out for those 20 years, so now we really don't have a lot of money for the next few years to pay Well, the Patriots are players. they're fourth in cap space next year. For like they have the fourth most. I guess cuz they have a lot of guys coming off the books or whatever it is, but they have 58 million. So, 
if they don't make some moves now, then it looks like it's the end for Bill. Possibly. Yeah, I would say so. If there's, like, no sign of the Patriots performing well again, I think he might just call it and call it a career. Like, he can't really – doesn't have the age or the time to go through, like, a long rebuilding stage. So, the Patriots are going to commit to a rebuild, then, like – He's going to hang him up. Well, that's why I want to keep Garoppolo because Garoppolo was just kind of – they would have been reloading, not rebuilding. And once yeah, they that got was rid like, of him – Yeah, that was one of the moves that I, I will, like, always question of the Patriots is why – I understand, like, Brady was still solidified as starter, but why giving away both Brissett and Garoppolo, knowing that Brady was, I guess, 40, 41 at the time, like, even though he was still – outperforming his age and really the entire league like he's gonna his time will come eventually and like basically this season two years later like would have been pretty useful to have Garoppolo or Brissett who had both provided wins for the Patriots while Brady was suspended well Garoppolo uh Brady went to Kraft and told him to get rid of Garoppolo because he knew Bill was kind of preparing grooming him for the future and that's why they Bill could have gotten more for Garoppolo. Like, I think we all agree he could have gotten at least the first round pick. Mm-hmm. And Brissett, I feel like, would just spite because he was like, you know what? I'm going to, I'm not going to give you a good backup. Like, it yeah. is what it is. So it was kind of Brady versus Belichick on that. But they all, they both panned out kind of well. I mean, Garoppolo yeah. started the Niners. Brissett, I would imagine Brissett's going to be the starter next year for the Colts. I don't think Philip Rivers stays there. I think he retires too. But yeah, unless they get someone else, that. I mean, it'll probably be Brissett. Which I mean, maybe he'll he sat a year behind Philip Rivers, and you know he'll develop. But it'll be interesting to see what the Patriots do. Um, definitely cool to see your team win six Super Bowls. I mean, you're only really around for three of them, but and be in. You, they were in six Super Bowls since you've been a fan, which is actually really cool. But as much as I hate, love to hate on the Patriots, and I know Jack does too, um, it's pretty poetic that the Giants beat them twice. Um, it's definitely like the best thing in sports, probably for New York fans. But I got to give credit to the Patriots. And even if their run's over, you know, like, you're still you still got those Super Bowls, Kyle. Yeah. As a Mets fan, it was nice to be able to have like a solidly good team to like fall back on. Like dealing with disappointment in September, October, and then being able to look forward to a nice fulfilling football season to set me up for disappointment for the Mets again. But that's over now. Unfortunate. But I mean, now we're just like every other football team, which I mean, will be exciting to see because I am a little excited to see. I am pretty excited to see like where the Patriots go from here. Like, actually, this is the first time in 20 years we've had to worry about like having a quarterback and having to find like good players to build a team. Like, we can't just we can't just rely on Brady, like the Brady Belichick combination, to win every game for us. Like, this is where. The Patriots and Robert Kraft pretty much like fun deal. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I think I think it's interesting when your team's kinda in this position and the Giants are kinda in this right now. I mean, 
as fun as it probably was to watch Brady for all that time, you you always wonder, like, I mean, probably not when you're winning Super Bowls, but especially, like, last year and if Brady stayed, you'd be wondering this. Like, what if we had someone different, you know? Like, what if what if it wasn't the same, you know? And we were wondering that with Eli for a while, especially because he should have retired, like, two or three years early. But it's definitely a weird position to be in. But it's, it's also fun because you can, like, you know, be like, oh, I can get Watson or Mac Jones or – Exactly. It, it's kind of like getting out of a very long relationship and like, because you didn't pay endless. attention to like, the possibilities are endless. Like you really see for the first time, like, what's actually at your disposal. And like, like you said, all the possibilities that like we could bring in to this team now that like, we don't have Brady anymore. I mean, obviously still love to have Brady and he's still performing like, still almost at the top of his game. I mean, he's in another conference championship game, but like now we can get someone young in there, hopefully. And who knows, maybe he can be the next Tom Brady. But for now, we'll just, we'll see. Hope that we can bring in some good solid players. And I do see the Patriots being like another eight and eight team for the foreseeable future. Uh, I love to hear that, Jack. That is that is music to my ears. Just our time now. Yeah, it's 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 different. The league shit, you know, new guard, new guard. Um, one more thing we'll talk about because Kyle just brought up the Mets. Um, Jack, congratulations on LeMahieu. Congratulations back. on Corey Kluber. Uh, the Mets fired their GM today, just when we thought things were looking up. Their GM. Because he was uh, doing a little too much. Too much uh, inappropriateness on the phone. Well, there was a funny tweet, and I sent it to Kyle. Of um, Steve Cohen tweeted around December. He was like, "Oh, I gotta call Porter and see what's up." And someone said he prefers texting. <laughs> Stay hot, right. Stay hot. Stay That's hot. Rocket. The Saugus Rocket always coming in with a good line. There did yeah. did give me a little chuckle in this dark time, and well, yet another. Uh, dark spot in Mets recent history. Yeah, just when you think things are going to start going right, Uncle Steve can do no wrong, and this this happens. And this is so Mets. I mean, it is what it is, but this is so Mets. You know, to be fair, so Yankees, I would though. prefer this. You know, it's so Yankees. I would prefer this happen now. Yeah, signing, signing everyone. Signing, re-signing the MVP finalist and then signing a uh, number three starter. That's freaking dope. Yeah, and now we probably won't get Springer because, I don't know, he might not want to come. You don't want Springer. I don't want him, but, like, I don't know, they might not get it. Like, who's going to want to go there if their GM was, like, texting foreign reporters? That's... Hey, you locked up Lindor before all this surfaced. So, yeah, uh, Lindor, that's good. Lindor's like, oh, God, I can't get out now. <laughs> but, um, yeah, they couldn't have known that. That's that's not on them. They fired him, so good for them. Did the right thing. Anyway, Kyle, thank you for coming yeah. on. Thank you for getting yes, thank you, Kyle. about the yes, Patriots. Thank you for having me. You um, know, I'm always down for a nice, delightful conversation with you two Giants fans. And Listen, you, you know. got to respect the Giants. You know, you don't have to respect the Jets or the Dolphins, but you got to respect the Giants for those Exactly. I, I don't like you guys. I love, I love to root against the Giants just after the trauma you guys have given me. And, but I do respect it. You two, you guys 
have twice brought down the dynasty on the biggest stage. And, you know, it pains me to say that, but I respect you guys for it. So it is what it is. All right. We'll wrap it up there. Uh, Till next week. I think we'll bring on a Cowboys fan next week or something. I don't know. We'll see. We'll bring on an Eagles fan next week. Maybe. We'll find out. All right. Enough of that. Peace. Thank you.